Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network How's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and you are listening to the House of Indie Podcast. And this week, I've got a little bit of a different episode for you. We're not talking to a comic book creator. We are talking to a business owner, and we have Amy Barrett on the line, and she is just... I'm going to let you tell everybody what you do. (laughs) Uh, I am a comic shop owner. It's really great. Uh, We have a brick-and-mortar store. We are a new release shop, so we don't really carry a lot of the older vintage things that um, collectors like to see, um, but we just get anywhere from 100 to, to 200 new titles a week filling our shelves, wow. and uh, people come in and grab everything off the shelves. That's awesome. And we were yeah. talking a little bit about about uh, how the day went today before we uh, jumped on, and you guys were actually pretty busy, right? Yeah, we're pretty busy. We've got a pretty good size line outside of our shop uh, Wednesday mornings. Guys come wow. about a half hour before we open oh, wow. and they get in line and yeah, <laughs> they wait outside and they all chit chat together and wait for the doors to open and then they all pile in and grab their variants off the shelves. We have yeah. pull lists for people so they come in and grab their books that's... and then uh, they all kind of hang out for the first hour or so that we're open. Wow, that's really cool. And, and you have a pretty yeah. unique shop there, right? We do. We're a a little different than most shops uh, on purpose. We decided that we wanted to make it a bit more of a welcoming um, area for people that might not know a lot about comics. Um, yeah. Cause that was really like my husband and I, he was the comic guy and I didn't know anything about comics. So this is very, a, a new thing for me as well. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to make it an open space. So not only are we a comic shop, but we also serve coffee and bubble tea, and we have a seating area for people to come in and sit down. And uh, most people come in not knowing about comics, but then they leave with their first comic. That's that's pretty. That's an amazing environment mm-hmm. to kind of give people because uh, to yeah. open people up to this awesome, awesome medium. I, I mean, <laughs> that that's uh, you know. I, I always kind of pride myself to like have like teach my sons <laughs> about comic books. Like I've got a two year old and a ten year old, and you you I I took the ten year old with me to the shop every time I go. He looked forward to it, and the and the two year old sees me and him reading comic books, and and my wife <laughs> she's like, you hear him? He's out there they're screaming comic book, and it's and one of the few <laughs> words that he knows is he knows comic books. So that's amazing. That yet we can, uh, you know, because some people don't have that kind of luxury of having somebody in their family, 
you know, teaching them what these awesome, amazing things are that we call comic yeah, books. Yeah, exactly. That was that was actually my life. I didn't have any family members that read comics. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any friends that read comics when I was growing up. Um, so I just wasn't involved in that environment. It wasn't because I didn't like it. I just yeah. didn't know anything about it until I met my husband. So he really like opened up those doors for me. And now yeah. I love comics. It's great. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, so how yeah. long ago was that uh, that you got um, into it? We met in, we started dating right at the end of 2011. Okay. Um, so like right after that, on our first date, he was like, what comics do you read? And I was like, <laughs> um, none. <laughs> but I love reading in general. I'm a giant bookworm. So, okay. I mean, I was reading tons of novels and stuff anyways. And uh, it seems like the next logical step for me to take because their stories yeah. just with some amazing artwork included. So I really got yeah. into it once he opened that door for me. Well, that was your foot in the door then, right? It really was. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. The first comic that I ever read was Ali. I don't know if you are familiar with uh, That sounds with familiar. Ali. It's really, really cute. It's really a kid's book um, about this like fat little owl <laughs> that um, makes like a friend in the woods. And okay. uh, the original one that they did was no words at all. They just used symbols in the word bubbles to convey oh. the feelings that he had. Yeah. So, I mean, it was very cutesy and just adorable, which is right up my alley. That's the kind of stuff that I like. So he really picked out a good first comic for me. And then once I started liking the artwork, he introduced me to more standard um, off-the-shelf comics to read. Cool. Uh, and then I, I was referred to you by a mutual friend of the show uh, that you have as well by Kevin Cuff. And mm-hmm. and he the reason why he told me he's like you gotta you gotta talk to these these people because because they have a really unique shop in New York and, and they they really hone in on the indie comics and a lot of, a lot like where some sh- like my shop my local shop they do indie comics but it's usually like you know the big few like like you got Dark Horse you got Boom you got uh, mm-hmm. Image but but you guys really hone in on the smaller uh indie companies right is is that is that correct yeah um no that's correct i love kevin by the way he's such a nice guy (laughs) Um, he's a cool guy (laughs) (laughs) i'm a big fan of his uh so i kind of fangirled over that a little bit but um we do we do uh focus on a lot of the smaller print run indie publishers um but it wasn't something that we specifically set out to do we just kind of started bringing it in and it was a huge demand and um, I think a big part of it, too, is that that is the stuff that I read. Yeah. So that's the stuff that I recommend to my customers. Okay. And it just kind of took off from there because we're like really just we're a bunch of chicks in here and we like to read a lot of different <laughs> stuff that's not just superhero things. Uh-huh. So uh, when we get like people that come in here not having read comics before, uh-huh. it's easy for us to start with the indie stuff instead of the Marvel stuff because they're smaller um, mini series, they're easier to pick a start date. Like if somebody comes in and they're like, I've never read a comic, but I really like Captain America. Where should I start? I'm like, bro, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Which run do you want to look at? Like what period of Captain America do you want to start with? It's very confusing. And that can be, um, a big deterrent for people to ask questions in comic shops. You know, it can be very confusing. Yeah. So, um, it's really a lot easier for us with the indie stuff and be like, Hey, what is your favorite TV show? What kind of movies do you like? Mm -hmm. So then they tell me that stuff and I'm like, Hey, there's this, something's killing the children right here. If you like horror books, this is going to be a good thing for you to start with. It's just an easier way 
to have people kind of dip their toes in the water. Right. Or one that came out today, uh, it eats what feeds it, right? Have, have you guys been yeah. seeing that one fly off the shelves? Yeah. Yeah, it is definitely a big mover. Um, it's in my pile of stuff to read now. I'm actually really excited for that one. <laughs> and then um, actually last week, was another one was that Everglade Angels yes. was uh, another one that was yeah. really popular. So it's Super that kind cool. of stuff was yeah. really picking up steam around here. Yeah, I, I recently had uh, Hoven and Crow on the show, and we talked about their book, uh, it, Eat, it Eats What Feeds It, and a lot of their other stuff, too. So they're really cool. Yeah. That one was uh, that one really excites me. I've got that one. I'm actually like waiting and looking at my phone to tell see if my ring doorbell tells me that they've uh that it's been shipped because i'm like it's on its way like i i have to i have to i so because of all this craziness going on in the world right now which we won't we, we'll, we'll probably get into it a little bit because that's it affects your 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 in your industry your shop right sure. but uh yeah. because of the craziness i have i have to change the way i i i collect books and and purchase books because uh, I'm at high risk. My wife is is pregnant. Pregnant. She's three months uh, from her due date. So we really have to limit how much we go out these days. So mm-hmm. what I do is I and and what an amazing thing that Scout does is they ship it directly to the uh to to us. And yeah, I, right to the consumer. So that's a really cool model. But uh, it's, it kind of stinks for you guys, but <laughs> on your level, you but, know, it's really it's not that bad though because it's like. Not every publisher is doing that. And yeah. there's a lot of shops that were able to move over to doing mail order services for their uh-huh. customers. So there was still a ton of people that were getting from uh, brick and mortars, even though like Scout was doing the direct yeah. ship. Um, Alterna Comics just went over to that. I yeah. don't know if you heard anything about that. I have not heard about Alterna Comics, but that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they stopped. Um, they stopped using Diamond as well for shipments. So okay. Alterna is going direct um, to to consumers as wow. well. You can order right from their website. That's super interesting. But but yeah. the cool thing that Scout did is is they they didn't necessarily like. They did some really cool stuff where they can actually. I saw that in some stores they actually have like a. Like they've sent you guys this big, really cool thing that looks like it's a uh, vending machine. Um, it's not really vending a... machine. Yeah, <laughs> not everybody has that yet. I'm yeah. still waiting to get one. I want one really bad. Yeah, so so they're super cool. So they're they're still they're still thinking about the shops, mm-hmm. even even though mm-hmm. they're like, hey, we where it stinks because we're going to be taken away from that a little bit. But let's do something so that we can let the. Uh, shop owners know that we're still thinking about you guys and we want you guys to still be a part of this and we're not we don't want to take away from it completely so i thought that was a really great idea yeah scout is one of the publishers that is definitely doing tons of things with um the retailers in mind like they're for sure always worried about what we're going to be able to do for our customers as well um as soon as all the COVID stuff started, there was definitely a handful of indie publishers that stood out more than the rest yeah. for everything that they were doing to try to help definitely. us out. And Scott was definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. Definitely. Yeah, I, 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 I've been uh, joking with a lot of my creators that I've been having on uh, because most of them are, are Scout creators in the last few weeks here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny. So uh, to go back to a little bit, so how – so. I, where you, I know New York was shut down for a while. How did that affect you guys? And, and are you guys still shut down? And do they have like a mandate on masks? 
Uh, yes, New York State is definitely requiring masks um, everywhere, every business. Okay. Uh, every, everybody's following along. There's not too many people that give us a really hard time about it. Um, but New York State did completely shut down. We're a little different um, because our business is so unique. Uh-huh. We didn't really fit in any category for the like phases for retail. Okay. So we were very lucky in the sense that we had our cafe. We were able to stay open the whole time as like an essential business. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was very very instrumental in keeping us afloat through all of this. I'm very lucky that we were able to survive. Yeah. So um, we went to strictly takeout only. Okay. Um, People could come in, place their order, get their stuff and leave. It was takeout only. And um, I mean, they couldn't stop us from, from selling comics, but we definitely didn't (laughs) advertise that, you know, Um, if somebody came in, I'm like, if you can grab it off the shelf in under two minutes, you can do takeout. Like it's just okay. grab and go. Yeah. And people really needed that because you're stuck in your house. You want stuff to read. Yeah. It was helpful for our customers too mm-hmm. to be able to come in and just grab a bunch of stuff real quick and then take it home and yeah. have something to occupy their time. So we were a little different than most shops around here. And I don't um I don't want to rub that in people's faces, but <laughs> we're very lucky that we were yeah. able to do it the way that we did. That is that is super interesting and really lucky. Yeah, because out here we have a crazy – because I'm in Arizona, and mm-hmm. right now Arizona is one of the big hot spots right now, uh, uh, along with uh, Florida and all that good stuff, right? So, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, along with a handful of other ones. There's a ton of them right now. But the, but, uh, the point that I'm getting to is that we have – had uh, a mandate on masks we have had shutdowns a lot of our businesses like a lot of the smaller businesses i heard that there was a couple of shops that were like we gotta go it kind of stinks when we hear stuff stuff like that um but this has really hurt a lot of small businesses and the smaller the business the 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 more you got hurt And, and i'm really glad that you guys stayed afloat during this time um, cause it's really sad to, to see, see, uh, something that, you know, I hold dear that, you know, I, before this, I was in the shop every Wednesday, sometimes mm-hmm. two, three times a week. Yeah. It's a devastating blow for something like that. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are small business owners in Western New York as well. And a lot of them didn't unfortunately make it. Yeah. So that's another reason why I'm like, I don't want to brag about it because I know a lot of people that didn't survive, but yeah. it was re- really was by the skin of our teeth. It, even with the cafe open, it was still pretty touch and go for a while, oh, right in the thick of things when nobody could leave their house. And yeah. it was very slow. Uh, we just, I don't know how we got so lucky, but we did. And I'm, I'm thankful for it every single day. I bet. I bet. Okay. So I want to switch gears here a little bit. Um, yeah, and, and I didn't mean to like do that so br- abrasive there, but no. uh, <laughs> I know we're like because we could talk about that stuff all day, but then it just makes That's me really right. sad. <laughs> Keep me on my toes. Here. <laughs> so let's take a small break, and we're back. So I I need to know you 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 said you're into indies. What's your favorite yeah. book out right now? Something's killing the children. Oh, that is such a good one right now. I still Hands got my down. first to second copy that I still have not read. I'm like really slow on it, but I'm so oh, busy no. <laughs> that I've yeah. got, I haven't and been able dude, to read that's it. Hard. I've got a two read <laughs> pile that is like probably the size of one of your children. It is obscene right <laughs> now. But um, I can't, don't sleep on Tynan, man. He's super yeah. awesome. He's a great dude and he's just really talented. And that yeah. book 
That's my top selling book. I sell. I have okay. more people subscribe to Something's Killing the Children than I do to Batman, which is wow. also a tiny title right now. But like, we sell a lot of that title. It's fantastic. That's interesting because yeah, yeah. You, you hear a lot about that uh, that book, and because I even I've I've even talked to some creators and they, and the first one that they talk about something is killing the children. It's yeah. a really good one out right now. It really is. It's just, it's got everything. It's super good. The storyline is fantastic. The artwork is amazing. There's always yeah. like parts of that book that I get to a panel and my jaw just drops. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> so great. It's really that's, good. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what, okay. If you, that's your, your top. So let, let's, that's let's my, do this. That's give my me your, number one. Give me your top four. Okay. So, uh, something's killing the children is first. Obviously, my second one is Metal Shark Bro. Yeah, it, yeah. I can't say enough about this book. I push this book so much <laughs> that I can't keep it in stock because I'm constantly selling it to people. Yeah. It is just a really fun story. It's not yeah. serious at all. Mm-hmm. It's got everything that I like in it. Um, the artwork is amazing. The guys that write it are super funny. It's like a laugh out loud book to me. Oh, yeah, so definitely. Um, that's definitely <laughs> one of my other favorites. Yeah, I've I've and had then, I've had all three guys. I had Bob, Kevin, and Walter on the show before, and we had a good time talking about Metal Shark Bro number one. They recently had uh, MSB two out, and and, and uh, it's it's hitting the shelves. It's I think it's already hit the shelves. Everybody's waiting for. I'm I'm still waiting for mine in the mail. Uh, so yeah, I mine's, actually just mine's got a way. package from Kevin today that had some volume twos in it. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited cool. to get them out on the shelf. It's really just, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys are really cool guys to talk to and, and hang out with. So, uh, and so you got something is killing children, metal shark, bro. What's the yep. third one? Um, the third one is saga. Okay. That's a, that's uh, a big one for everybody. Not running because they're taking that super long extended hiatus, which is making me a little nervous. But haven't but, they? They've um, done a lot uh, of that, haven't they? Oh my god, dude! So they <laughs> they went up to fifty four issue fifty four, and then like we're taking a year break. But it's been like two years now, I think. Yeah, it's been a while. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong on that. But you got to be careful with taking, that stuff. People are going to fall yeah. off. Uh, I don't think you can with Saga, though. Have you read it? I've never read it. Oh, so, but but I've, I've, I've had friends who are like, dude, I'm reading this right now. When I'm done with it, read it. And then I'm like, okay, cool. And then yeah. I come around to it. They never pass it off to me to read it. Because <laughs> they can't let it go. It's so good. Probably. It, is like, <laughs> it is such an amazing story. Like, as soon as you read the first issue, you're hooked on it. It's so yeah. good. That's another one of our top selling um, trade paperbacks that we do. Nice. So um, I'd say Saga is number three. Um uh, I don't know that I could say that this is a favorite because it's only one issue in so far, uh-huh. but I'm really pumped about this Sleeping Beauties by Stephen and Owen King. I have not heard um, about that one. Yeah, that just came out. Um, issue number one just came out a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. So I think that number two is going to be coming out probably within like a week or so. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it's Stephen King and his son Owen. Oh, wow. And... Um, it is. It sounds like a really fun premise for a comic. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Stephen King's one of my favorite authors, so I'm yeah. always going to read whatever he puts out. Yeah, they're getting um, into the so comic that, book game right now, aren't they? Yeah, Joe Hill and everything getting, like involved. Yeah, and I got to tell you, those Joe Hills. They're so good. That yeah. whole entire Hill House label oh, yeah. for DC. Yeah. That stuff was flying off my shelves when that stuff was <laughs> coming out for sure. Basket Full of Heads was probably oh, my favorite yes, from there. That was a good one. Um, 
And Plunge was really good too. I have like, not checked out Plunge. I've been oh, needing really to. Good. I've been needing to. I got yeah. I got Basketful of Heads in my in my collection, but I have not grabbed that one yet. Yeah, that one's really fun. It's so hard to pick like favorites when <laughs> I just like try to read a little bit of everything, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I also would have to add to my list of favorites Rat Queens. Okay. It's an image title. I don't know if you've heard about that. I heard about it. I have not read it. So I, a lot uh-huh. of these I haven't read because I'm so busy. I've got day jobs. Yeah. I've got yeah, the yeah. podcast. I work for a podcast network. So and then I got and then I'm a parent. So <laughs> I've got a lot oh, on my course. plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, I, I feel the, you on that. It's the, hard for me to keep up with stuff too. The only time but, that I'm um, able to read anything is when I got a creator saying, "Hey, read this." I'm like, "Okay, I'll read it." And so like. If I don't read it right then and there, I, I can probably almost guarantee I won't get to it for a while. <laughs> yeah, you got to sit down and do it like immediately or yeah, it's not going to happen. Exactly. I'm the same way with on Wednesdays when the new stuff comes out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I did last week with uh, Negan Libs that came oh, out. Yes. I, last week. Yeah. I missed that one. I was like, I, I knew it was coming out. And, and because of all this craziness, I because I'm not in the shop. I'm not in the shop and I don't know when all this good stuff's coming out. I have to actually go out and search for it myself saying, okay, what's new coming out? Uh, and, and, or I have to be, have my ear to the ground talking to people like you to yeah. know what's coming if you, out. If you need a copy of that, I can mail you one. Cause yeah. I still have some left and I, it's really good. I might, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more after that. Yeah. I had to sit down and read it immediately. That was that same kind of situation where I had uh-huh. to sit down and just devour that one because um, that is probably my last of my favorites comics that I'm reading is the Walking yeah. Dead series was yeah. absolutely amazing. I read every single issue of that yeah. comic. It was just so good. I'm just a huge horror fan, so that was right up my alley. That's super cool. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. talk we'll talk off air a little bit about that. I might be yeah. I might be grabbing some books from you guys um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and then okay, so. We got all these great books. I love that you you have you you actually read these books and all that good stuff. But it's really hard right now for for shops, and I know I'm sure it's not as difficult for you, but I know some shops are having difficulties with ordering. Have you guys yes. noticed anything like that? Because you got to order yeah. from so many different places. Before it was really easy; you just get one place and you order them, you're good to go. And it takes so long. Now, how long is it taking you guys to yeah. order from all these different places? Um. Well, I mean. In reality, we personally only order from two separate places, so okay. it's not really that bad. We order from Diamond for the majority of everything, okay. and then uh, now we use the uh, UCS for our DC stuff, and uh-huh. that's it. We just have those two distributors. Um, every once in a while, we buy stuff directly from Silver Sprocket because okay. we love them and we support them a lot, um, but other than that, I don't do like any of the other... like. Um, distributors because I can get everything I need from those two places. I mean, it kind of sucked having to go to two separate things now just to get our DC books, but we're adapting, man. That's what you got to do. You got to adapt. Yeah. The comic world is ever evolving and you can't get used to doing just one thing one way (laughs) all the time. You can't. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's, Mm -hmm. that's good to hear that. It's not as difficult as, as it it felt like it was in the beginning. Maybe it was a little bit more. Because yeah, I mean, like during the COVID stuff, like the height of the COVID stuff, 
it kind of was uh, like a little frustrating to try to get everything done. And I'm not saying it's all like sunshine and roses because now <laughs> I have to do two final order cutoffs instead of one. So it yeah. is an extra step for everything. Uh, receiving is an extra step to get two separate shipments from two separate places. Yeah. But like I said, if it's just DC, it's not that big of a deal. Now, if every single publisher got their own distribution, uh-huh. then I would have a problem with having to order from five different places instead of two, you know? Yeah. So it could, it could be worse, but like it just took a little bit of adjusting to it and we're really not struggling as much as other people seem to be. Okay. That's good to hear. Cause, cause yeah. I was, cause I was going to talk to you a little bit about how, how you feel about the way the landscape of, of comic books are right now. Cause uh, even though we got DC uh, putting stuff out, but they're not putting out as much as they did when they had, when they were going through diamond. And I've been noticing that in the last few weeks that they've been putting out short, yeah. small, shorter and shorter, uh, titles or smaller uh, amount of titles. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like some stuff probably got lost, uh, between the transition. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if that's something that they're doing on purpose right now, just for the, um, the COVID stuff. Uh-huh. And then maybe when things kind of get back to normal, they might bump everything back up again. Okay. Um, but in a way I'm like, I don't really have a huge problem with that because we're still getting back on our feet from everything. So it's easier yeah. for me to not have to spend as much money to put stuff on the shelf. Awesome. So I've been, I've been talking to a few creators and I've been asking them, what do you think the landscape of, of this medium is going to look like in the future? And, uh, because, because of the way they, the split from diamond and a handful of them are like, well, you know, uh, and I, and I also recently read an article saying, you know, um, we might see that a lot of comic book pros are going to be starting to go into places like Kickstarter or like Indiegogo and things like that. And, and, and to produce their books out that way. Do you, do mm-hmm. you feel like we're going to see something like that very soon? Or, or how do you, how do you view the landscape? Um, I mean, I think that we see a lot of that happening right now. Anyways, right. I see yeah. tons of Kickstarters for indie books and people just trying to get their stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, yeah. I mean, the landscape of comics in general, I think mm-hmm. is going to change. It's inevitable. Yeah. Um, that is another reason why I think that that we're having such success because we are rolling with it and we're already starting to implement different ways of selling comics to people. Okay. So like I, I just see it, it's going to be a transition to like a whole new school of comics yeah. and distribution is definitely going to be affected by that. People yeah. now especially are going to view the DC split and be like, Hey, that's something we can do too. Uh-huh. So it's not such a monopoly anymore. Yeah. It's going to change. For sure. Like, I think everything's going to be affected. And I think you will definitely start to see a lot more self-publishing, for sure. Yeah, Especially I, for indie books. Yeah, I, and, and I agree with you that, you know, it, it was already kind of happening any, anyway. And, and and not to bring up Scout again, but I'm going to bring up Scout again. Yeah, because <laughs> we love them. It's fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so Scout, I, I know, and I've spoken to a lot of creators from there, and they've said that they've kick-started the books that are on Scout, at least a handful of them. Uh, before, like uh, you know, uh, Metal Shark Pro was 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 kickstarted before yeah, it sure. was released. They then they picked yeah. the scout picked it up and then they really released it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and White Ash was another one. Yeah. Um, Charlie Stickney. Yeah, that's another one of my favorite comics. I'm loving that one too. It's a yeah. really good series. Yeah. But they were do- he's doing kickstarters for that stuff too. Yeah, it's and, really like quite common. And and, and to bring up Charlie St- uh, he, Stickney, he he he's actually doing a really cool thing where when he kickstarts it. 
and then he brings it over to Scout. Uh, there's a couple different. Uh, there's some new pages and things of that nature. So yeah, it gives so, you a little bit of bonus content. Yeah, and, and it also yeah, makes you like. Amazing. It makes you like, hey, I, I'm going to grab the Kickstarter, and I still want the book that's re- being released, even though it's the same yeah. story from from <laughs> Scout too. It's like you're like, oh man, double, double, done, double, right? So <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. No. I don't think it's going to like. I mean, sure, there's going to if it keeps going more of a direct to consumer market. Obviously, that's going to spell out bad things for shops like myself. Yeah, that are retailer brick and mortar, but. I also think there's going to be a large amount of stubborn customers that like going to the comic shop every uh-huh. week. Yeah. Not everybody wants to get everything online. Like it's also yeah. like, at least here at my shop, I can't speak for everyone else, but we make it like a, an all inclusive experience for people when they come in. So it's not just like yeah. you're walking in, grabbing books and leaving. We have fun conversations and we laugh and everybody has a great time. So I think that builds yeah. in with the whole in-person like experience for comics. So I think there's going to be a lot of diehards that aren't going to yeah. want to just order stuff online. Yeah. And then, and then you, sometimes you come into contact with some creators a lot like what Frank Gogol is doing. He, he, yeah. he, he like creates really cool incentives for retailers all in his own. He's yeah. and he really hustles, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of creators that do that. They're like, Hey, you know what? I know the shops are hurting right now. So I'm going to do something really special for you guys because I know that maybe my books won't funnel through you guys sometimes. And, and, right. if, and if we're going to that direction, I think that's a smart thing to do if you're a creator. Like if you got Kickstarter, you know, maybe funnel some of those books through 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 a couple shops. Like mm-hmm. I mean, you said Kevin drops some stuff off to you. Uh, for uh, sure. So, so I think, and then it's another way for people to be like, "Oh, this was a book that was Kickstarted. What?" And then now it's in this shop, and you yeah. might be the only shop who has that that book, that Kickstarter book. And yeah, now for sure. now you got new fans, man. Like it's you can yeah. do so much. Absolutely. I mean, they call it Kickstarter for a reason. That's exactly what it does. <laughs> right. you know, it's going to yeah. kickstart your series. And Frank is a really great example for that. He's been going heavy with those covers for No Heroin. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing so much different stuff. Like it's yeah. not it's not the end of the world to get started that way. It's right. really like you're getting the backing that you need and you're doing things the way that you want. And then if that stuff can make it into my door, I can sell it and have people coming back for issue number two. It really it works out good for everybody. Definitely, definitely. So, okay, let's go ahead and wrap it up here because I don't want to keep you too long. You're 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 hustling and bustling over there, and you yeah. need you to get back to work so that we can get these books into people's hands. So, yeah. um, is uh, do you have anywhere that anybody? Well, let, let's let's have you plug your your shop a little bit. Okay, sure. Um, if you want to look us up, um, we have two very active Facebook pages. Um. You can find us on Facebook under Pulp 716 Coffee and Comics. Um, you can find us on Twitter at, I have to look this all up because <laughs> I can good. never keep it all straight. <laughs> um, Twitter way. is at Pulp 716. Uh, our Twitter account, by the way, is really fun. So I highly recommend giving us a follow because we have yeah. a lot of fun on Twitter. Cool. Uh, we have a lot of interaction with a lot of people on there, too. Our um, website is www.pulp716.com. Um, we don't really sell anything online because we're brick and mortar and we don't yeah. want to spend time on shipping stuff out to people because yeah. we're too busy for that. Um, <laughs> but we have some really good info on there. We post links to uh, all the new books that are coming out that week. So it's an easy way for you to see what's going to be out on the shelves. Um, we're also on Instagram 
And that is uh, pulp716 underscore coffee underscore comics. Okay. Um, that one's really fun, too. So you can definitely <laughs> find us all over the Internet. Uh, we really like to have fun and interact with customers. We've got a ton of followers that are not even in New York State because they just like to follow our account. We do yeah. a lot of really fun photo shoots. We do a ton of cosplay for new um, books that are coming out. That's awesome. Uh, we really just, yeah, we do a lot of stuff online. So definitely check us out. Super cool. All right. We appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us here on the House of Indie. If you guys are in the neighborhood, check out Pulp 6, 716. I almost said it wrong. Did you hear that? Yeah, that's all right. I won't hold it against you. Pulp 716. I'm going to get it right. You will. It's all right. You're not from Western New York, so it doesn't roll off the tongue. Right. I'm not not from your neck of the woods. I'm uh, I'm way out here. I'm way out west. That is our area code, 716. Oh, that's what that's all about. That that is interesting because I was wondering. I was like, what is that about? It's us, man. It's Western New York. It's the Niagara region. I mean, we got the best of both worlds. We're right by Buffalo, so we can go over to Buffalo and do a ton of fun stuff. And then we're just very close to Niagara Falls as well. So we're right smack down in the middle of everything. Super cool. We have I have I have some friends of the show that are out there and they're they're also podcasters themselves. So pretty cool. Great, send them my way. Yeah. 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 They probably already have, have been in your shop before. I'm sure of it. Yeah, we get a lot of podcasters. In. This is the first one that I've done yet, though. So wow. thanks for that. That's really awesome. Exciting. I'm 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 honored that to have you on the show. We'll have to have you yeah. back. We'll we'll have you back. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, with my husband Jay. Yes. He definitely has yes. a lot to say too. He's really yeah. fun. We'll we'll definitely have you guys both on. We'll maybe we'll go along on that episode too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Hey, it was it was really fun talking to you and uh, learning about your shop and how unique it is. I'm glad you guys stayed afloat during this crazy time. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. This was a really good time. Thanks again for listening to The House of Indy. My name is Joey Galvez, and I'll see you later. Later.